when we look at astrology from an ascending energy point of view from the ascension process from the awakening souls sensitive the light worker perspective and examine astrology and the zodiac and nakshatra it gives a completely different picture and that's the purpose of me making all of these things because these are the kind of downloads i'm getting at the moment right so in the last one cusp of the ascendant video we saw how to analyze the cusp of the ascendant why it is so important to know the angle and the precise time of birth place etc and also how the ascendant energy carries forward to rest of the houses all areas of life well this is a continuation of that somewhat in this we'll see the nakshatra priority of order of analysis because when you look at the vedic astrology chart it is seriously confusing thing to get your head around first of all we got the 12 houses then we got the 12 zodiac signs on those houses and then the ascendant keeps changing based on the 12 zodiac signs itself and we haven't even got to the nakshatras bit because now there are 27 nakshatras in these 12 houses and in these 12 zodiac signs so it's a really confusing place to begin with and we need a sort of a step by step process to analyze it and not only that we need to study from actual case studies of real people living right now common people like you and me we need to understand it from that perspective because light workers are by millions and all over the planet so we need to understand it in a systematic way and have some ground rules yes obviously so we will do case studies in each one of these as well of actual people that i have studied right and then we will start to think oh okay this is how it works and so on so nakshatra order of priorities without further ado these are the rules listed on the screen there number 1 check the ascendant nakshatra as this na- energy is carried to the entire chart in all areas of life number 2 check the moon nakshatra speaks of the emotional content of the mind number 3 check the sun nakshatra speaks of the soul attachment towards that theme in this particular life check the rest of the planets number 4 starting with the ascendant lord of the sign meaning if your ascendant is in libra you got to check for the venus and what the nakshatra of venus is in that kind of a thing and remaining for the respective areas of the life wherever planets are deposited this is number 4 number 5 you get to the nodes of the moon you get to the rahu and the ketu and the nakshatra they sit in which will be 180 degrees opposite yes they are always on the opposite sides of the same axis so you got to see the rahu ketu axis and the dispositor placement of each meaning rahu only thinks like whatever planet where rahu is sitting and the lord of that particular sign is for example if rahu is in gemini he'll start thinking like mercury if rahu is in uh, sagittarius he'll start thinking like jupiter wherever jupiter is placed that's the simple way of analysis dispositor so f- fifth point is to check for rahu ketu which will give us what it will give the dominant duality polarization of the soul the thing that your soul has chosen to work with in terms of polarization meaning working with the duality aspects meaning working with attachment and detachment aspects 
That's what Rahu and Ketu stand for. From a light worker perspective. Number six, same principle of the five above can be applied to Navamsha and all the divisional charts also. Because it's the same thing, you're getting into finer divisions of the zodiac. The Amshas. Last, but you could do this as an additional point also. Number seven, I have stuck in there. You could check the Shadbala or the six planet strength level which the software calculates. Yes. In every case, and you want to determine which planet is the strongest and playing the most dominant role in the planet. Because Shadbala gives a score directly on the software based on a lot of principles. So we need to see that as well to see what energy is playing dominantly in the chart. Now let's take some case studies. The first case study we shall take is of a lady by the name A. She lives in the United Kingdom. And her ascendant nakshatra, as you can see, I've highlighted there in the picture, is in Pushya. Now we are just talking about nakshatras, okay? So the ascendant nakshatra is Pushya. Do you remember the Pushya themes? If you don't know what I mean, you can go see the all the nakshatras in the 27 nakshatra series. This is the 8th nakshatra, which has an energy of what? This will carry throughout her life. Patience, wisdom, kindness, optimistic by nature, growth, positivity, spouse neglect for duties, okay, dependable, generosity for the community. Did this play out in her life and is it playing out now? Of course it is. She's a light worker and she's retired now and she's doing everything for the community. She, They are great hosts, Pushya Nakshatra. She plays a great number of hosting events or as a host to different kind of spiritual events. Is she forgiving? Of course she is. Does she love to share with people? Of course she does. All these are themes of Pushya Nakshatra which is playing out in her life. You see what I'm saying? And she has a very nourishing speech and voice. It is carrying everywhere through all the areas of her life. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> So this is how the ascendant nakshatra plays out in every area of life for her. Now the next one we should be considering as per our rules is the moon nakshatra. The moon nakshatra is in Uttara Falguni for her. Now moon is falling in the third house for her in Virgo in the second pada of Uttara Falguni, the twelfth nakshatra. So what are the themes of Uttara Falguni? Did it play out in her life? Of course it did. In second pada, it goes from Virgo to Capricorn. So this will become very grounded kind of energy. Go and watch the twelfth nakshatra of Uttara Falguni in my 27 nakshatra playlist. You'll figure out the entire thing basically. So what are the themes of Uttara Falguni? Did it play out in her life? Of course it did. One of the themes of Uttara Falguni is they are good in management delegation, initial struggles in life and creating success later in life. This lady, this wonderful woman was basically advisor to the corporate people in the corporate world. She was a communications advisor. Third house also stands for communication skill in a way, writing, corporate communications. She was at the highest rung of the corporate ladder. 
right so it did play out now she's retired of course and she's fully engaged in spiritual work and hosting spiritual events that kind of a thing but in a earlier when she was younger she did have a very high achievement in the corporate ladder so she was working in the real life in a real way and this is how moon in uttara falguni played out in her life next we must consider the sun right in our rules so the sun is in anuradha nakshatra which is now falling for a cancer ascendant that she is in the 5th house did this thing play out in her life of course it did let's look at the 17th nakshatra of anuradha theme for a minute it is falling in the first pada the sun is falling in the first pada of anuradha nakshatra as you can see and what would the first pada be scorpio going into leo in navamsha and it's in the dharma pada what themes of anuradha nakshatra played out in her life well universal love she is all about universal love diplomatic and good to lead a team she is very diplomatic and she is got excellent team leadership skills that's why she was the head of corporate communications in her mainstream career before her retirement power to worship she is a very bhakti kind of individual and she loves bhajans and kirtans and uh, eastern culture of india and everything else this came naturally to her the power to worship bhakti another theme of anuradha nakshatra is they are very disciplined and humanitarian by nature she is everything in those two she is a very humanitarian kind of person and she is very disciplined as well see how sun nakshatra also played out in her life next we thought we will see the shadbala also in this particular case because venus and saturn as you can see hold the highest score in shadbala and they both are in vishakha nakshatra this one thing you should observe in number of planets or points are bunched in one nakshatra and they have a high score on shadbala that theme also becomes dominant let's see if she has that theme going on so what is the 16th nakshatra of vishakha which which in which venus and saturn are sitting for her speak to us about how did this theme play out in her life because this is the next dominant theme after the ascendant sun and moon well dedicated to target achievement this is one of the themes of vishakha nakshatra and boy did she achieve target she was the head of corporate communications inner strength and drive for purification this is what she strived till the end of her career and to bring to the corporate world she wanted to bring the communications from a integrity point of view and she did that she told me all about it focus and achieving goals did she achieve goals in her life absolutely head of corporate communications is no small feat right now let's take the next case study now this beautiful lady let's call her name as b she lives in the united states and she is currently practicing as a life coach her ascendant is in mrigashira nakshatra in gemini in the third pada now if you go to the fifth video in the nakshatra series the mrigashira nakshatra and in the third pada you will find gemini goes into libra this is very mental oriented very air kind of sign both are air signs 
and the graduating form of Gemini to Libra. So mind is very, very sharp. Okay. And did Mrikshira Nakshatra play out in her life? It will carry to all areas. Like I said, Ascendant Nakshatra will carry out to all areas of life. Well, what's the energy of Mrikshira Nakshatra? Flexible, joyous, gentle, charm and grace. She is all about gentle, charm and grace. Very graceful lady. Foodie. This I don't know because I personally have not met her. Searching, continuous searching for a calling is one of the big themes of Mrikshira Nakshatra. And life coach, meaning she is always searching, improving upon herself and giving that good advice, that good guidance to the rest of the community as a life coach. Mrikshira Nakshatra can be really good as a life coach and being ascendant as well as the moon, if you can see there, moon is conjunct the ascendant in the third pada of Gemini. So emotional content is also there. You need emotional content to be a very good life coach. She's very successful. And we can understand why. Because Mrikshira is meaning like a deer which constantly searches for meanings. The symbol is the head of a deer. It is constantly searching something. It is very good in handling relationship issues. It's also about spirituality. She's a light worker, but working as a life coach. Light workers may not necessarily be someone who's chanting mantras all the time or sitting doing some shamanic ceremony. Yes, light worker can be all of us doing everyday kind of work. They can be engineers, doctors, lawyers. They can be life coaches or communication specialists like we saw in the earlier case. So the ascendant and moon in Brikshira gives a very strong theme of doing mental research, deep kind of understanding of human psyche, relationships and constantly improving through life. What is a life coach who's constantly improving themselves as well as spreading the information and bringing other people up, uplifting the folks, right? In terms of their knowledge and understanding. So it's a good one. Next comes the sun nakshatra after ascendant and moon. The sun, where is it? It is in Magha nakshatra. It is exalted and it is in the third house of skill. Third house of working. Third house of improving communications. Sun is very exalted as in she will almost be like a Leo. Although she is a Gemini ascendant, she wants to have the leadership position and she will. She's a very good, popular life coach. Yes. And let's see the themes of Magha Nakshatra because Magha Nakshatra will play out there. Now, Magha Nakshatra, the 10th one in the 27 Nakshatras, you can watch that video if you want, has an ancestor energy. They are very traditional. They hold on to family culture. So she works with the traditional culture in that way. She's very traditionally minded. She's got two beautiful children, a husband, happily married. Everything is fine. But she's also seeking power, leadership, fame. And she's very outspoken and brave. Now put this together with the life coach. Obviously, you need this kind of strength of character to lead another person out of their mire of misunderstandings, mental, emotional confusion and so on. To guide another person as a life coach requires a certain strength of character. Wouldn't you think so? 
So this Magha Nakshatra is giving her that success in developmental of development of skills which she needs. She needs to communicate it. It's in her third house, along with Rahu and Saturn, if you observed. So it gives her a very strong life theme as working towards communicating with others and using Brikshira, which wants to research and help and connect emotionally. So all the themes of a life coach are playing out dominantly in her chart. So this is the way you need to analyze each and every one. I like to work one-on-one with people with all these kinds of things because obviously you can't check and tell all these things about another person. What do I know about any one of you? What do I know about any one of you really? Nothing. Unless I sit and ask you questions like this and work with you, we will never know the talents of our children, of our uh, co-workers, of who we are or where are we going or why am I thinking like this and why am I thinking like that. Nakshatras gives the color to the zodiac sign and the planets and the placements. So follow this if you do your own analysis and I hope it helps you in this some way. Take care, be safe.